0: I'm <music> Welcome to the Chronicles of a Christian Drama Queen podcast. I'm your host and original Christian drama queen, Lisa Ann Frafer, and I am glad that you guys are here. I can promise you, I know what it's like to think like a lover of Jesus, but live like a hot mess. And if you can relate to that, you're in the right place. Everything from the craziness of homeschooling my kids to overcoming deep wounds of abandonment and abuse. Stay with me, sister. I have walked down that road. And many others. I've got decades of healing and hope I want to share with you that God has called me to bring. So here we go. All right, so let's go ahead and get started today. I've titled today's podcast very, very simply, (laughs) Fatherlessness. In the lives of daughters, and to be honest with you, that's kind of where we got started with all of this. This is how I got into the world of podcasting. This is where I got how I got into the world of writing. Uh, and uh, so, what I'm going to share with you today is just really um, information about me and how I got here. So, um, I just think it's important for you to know how God really brought me to this place of sharing all of this, and. Um, uh, all the healing that he has brought me in my own journey, um, all the things that I have lived through through the course of almost 60 years, um, several years ago. And this is coming from the introduction of my Bible study, uh, discarded, which you can find on Amazon, or you can just email me, um, go to my website, Christian And you can, uh, actually email me and ask me f- uh, for a way to get it. In fact, I don't make any money if you buy it on Amazon, very, very little. Um, and, but that's where I published it. And so, uh, I can send it to you and it will actually be a benefit to me since I'm just starting out with this ministry. I'd appreciate your support. So make sure you share the podcast and share the message that I'm offering through the Christian Drama Queen uh, podcast and website. And um, here we go. I just want to share a little bit uh, of what I went through. So this is the introduction from my um, my discarded Bible study. Several years ago, um, I really felt the pressing need to share my story. But I have a lot of experience in a lot of areas: infertility, adoption, drug abuse, parenting kids who've got abandonment issues, processing my own abandonment and abuse as a child, uh, living without my dad in my life. I mean, there were—I was a homeschooler for 25 years. I had all these different categories that I felt like I had some knowledge in, and I wanted to share. I felt like God was telling me to share my journey, but I didn't know where to start. I mean, where do you start? You just start writing uh, a book. uh, Hey, in the beginning was me and and see where that takes you. Uh, but, but I, I knew that was too broad. (laughs) I knew I couldn't start there. And so, um, I just got alone with the Lord and, uh, I found another Christian woman who was praying with me about all of this. And she said, you know, where has God shown himself the most to you? Where have you found the most, um, redemption from him where he has made it quite clear he's provided healing and support and encouragement he's been a real father to you and that was easy the the place that he had the place that he had healed me the most was in my fatherlessness in my abandonment by my own father the word discard or to be discarded is a verb it's the action of disposing of something casting it aside. And that really pretty much sums up the way that I felt most of my life. Um, if you are the something that has been cast out or rejected, you're discarded, right? And those of us who've experienced that abandonment from our fathers are, are more than wounded. We are, we're not only feeling pushed aside and forgotten. We make really deceptive assumptions regarding just about everything. Um, we often have horrible self-esteem. Um, this this misbelief or disbelief that we are wanted and loved and cherished and God needs us and wants us. I mean, it can lead to a lot of of moral depravity, uh, self abuse, just immoral and consequential life choices. And my earthly father's choice to discard his children made a significant impact on me. Uh, the lies that I the lies that I internalized about myself played a huge role in the development of my own personality, and in my damaged, discarded mind, I believed my father's absence was probably my fault. Maybe I wasn't pretty enough or good enough or thin enough. I mean, come on, it had to be something I had done, right? He left when I was two. I have to admit that the worst part about having such a poor excuse for an earthly father is that I assumed my heavenly father was just like him, uncaring, neglectful, oblivious to my needs, unloving, mostly, I believed that God was absent. When I was almost two, my mother and my father divorced, which was really fairly uncommon, or, or at least far less common in 1967. My mother was beautiful, but she was innocent, and she believed she could provide enough love and goodness in their marriage for both of them. Uh, My father was a very talented musician, played the drums, played guitar. He was a great singer. He had a a great voice. Um, And I have been told he was a studio guitar player and he played on albums back in the the 60s and early 70s. If you look on the back of album covers and they actually show the studio players, sometimes you can find his name on there. But he was also very prone to drug abuse and alcohol abuse, uh, philandering, He was not faithful to my mother. Um, I have been told I have anywhere from five to nine biological half siblings through different women that he impregnated during those extremely weird years in the 60s. And so, um, and I met some of them. I have met some of my half siblings. Um, I was really never to tempt, I was never really tempted to blame my mother uh for getting away from him especially when i got older and i understood and met him and knew him and and all of that um she never badmouthed my father to me she allowed me to make up my own opinion she allowed me to decide whether or not i wanted to have a relationship with him um and and um i i was able to make up my own mind years later and i'll share that as we go along um he could not have pleaded his case you know he wasn't around to do that um, that was his choice. It was obvious to me that my father really didn't want me. Uh, my mother made every effort to keep my grandparents on his side of the family involved, let them know where we were. She always told us when we were moving. Um, they never really tried. They were not part of, you know, I got a card for graduation. I think that's the first time I'd heard from them in 16 years. Um, not likely based on the fact that that... Um, my, my dad probably never, ba- never probably asked about me. Um, he had his own life. Um, I can count on both hands the number of times that I saw him before he passed away several years ago. Um, uh, and, and I was, you know, I was over 50 by the time that happened. All the encounters that I had with him were initiated by me. They were not ishi- initiated by him. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> uh, he didn't mind not being around, right? So what was the impact that that made? Well, for me, it meant um, self-doubt, sexual promiscuity. Um, I was given to excesses like drugs and alcohol. I was given to the excess of food. Um, I craved attention from all the wrong attention givers. I was desperate for some sort of explanation or resolution about why my father didn't want me. And I even, and most importantly, blamed God for my abandonment. And I constantly asked him why. I was angry. I was unforgiving toward God, thinking my immorality was a way of getting even for God allowing me to be abandoned. And really, after years of just feeling sorry for myself and looking for love in all the wrong places, I survived abusive relationships. I had suicidal thoughts, battled addictions. After years of that, I found out that God's word, when he says to you, that he is the father to the fatherless um, changed my thinking. He didn't just become my savior. He became my daddy. So years of wrestling with God had shown me that perhaps I was actually blessed to have the earthly father that I had and even more blessed that he was not a part of my life. And maybe that's hard for a lot of people to believe. But not having my father in my life literally spared me far more pain than I experienced. And I did experience some abuse. And I think it, it was very easy for me, especially as I got a little bit older after the abuse. I was tempted to believe that maybe if my dad had been around, he would have protected me. He would have wanted to watch over me better and make sure I was protected. But there's no way of knowing that for sure. And now I can still look back, and I know this is hard to believe, and this is what I talk about in the Bible study, Discarded. I can promise you there is a place of finding gratitude, even for a really ugly past. And I'll go into that in other podcasts to come. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it was okay for my father to be who or what he was. God obviously tells men that they're supposed to guide their children and and love their children and raise them properly. In essence, they should live like God does. My dad never did, and maybe yours didn't either. They should have. And my message is simply that Jesus can and wants to equip us to forgive and even love our abusers and our fathers even if they are our abusers. So I want you to hold on to your hat, sister. God can even make us grateful for our past that has haunted us, freeing us from the bondage that our past has over us. We can see our suffering as a means to an end, being made more like Jesus. It's not the easiest journey to take, and it means effort and openness to, to grow through it. It's a commitment to strive toward a closer walk, with your heavenly father who really wants to be your daddy. So let me reiterate this. I am not a pastor. I am not a counselor. I'm not a mental health professional. I am not world's leading authority on biblical life application and spiritual health. I'm not. I'm just a broken, discarded daughter. And I'm sharing a message with you built around the feelings and the behaviors that I experienced personally and the healing that God was able to provide. It's my personal journey of being both lost and then found, discovering truth and resolution, and yes, even the ability to forgive. God used my experiences, even the most painful ones, to draw me to himself. So my deepest desire, as we go through upcoming podcasts, as you get to know me better, as I am just chronically authentic with you, (laughs) is that you find similar healing in all of this adventure. I will talk about other things. I'm a homeschooling mom. I'll talk about those skills and tips to do that. I've I've raised children that have struggled with abandonment and addiction. I've had my own stories there. Um, I was a rock singer for a while. I've got um, history in 38 years of marriage. Uh, There are all kinds of things that I can share, but this is the one that brought me to this place. Not only to the place where I write my memoir, not only to the place where I write this Bible study, but I feel like there is a need out there and it's been confirmed through pastors in my life and other women in my life. There's a need to get to the place where we find genuine freedom and the ability to forgive so we can walk and live in real joy and real freedom. Okay? So that's why the podcast and that's why I'm here. So we're going to start to talk about things over the course of of however many weeks the Lord allows me to share with you guys. Uh, We're going to talk about feeling unloved and unwanted and uncherished, unworthy, unhealthy in many ways, uh, unprotected, seriously unhappy. And by that, I mean, we're going to talk about anger and rage and how we react and respond. We are going to talk about being ungrateful and we're going to talk least of all about not only feeling unforgiven, but unforgiving toward other people. So we're going to tackle those things. We're going to talk about the study. I'll be able to share that with you. You can go to my website at uh, ChristianDramaQueen.com, which is, you know, (laughs) it's a lot of fun to put up a website. It's a lot of fun to try and figure out all the technical issues that go along with websites and blogs and all that stuff. You can also go back, and if you want to get to know me a little better, a little sooner, you can go to YouTube and find Christian Drama Queen uh, Podcast, uh, which is my channel. I've got a channel called Christian, at just at Christian Drama Queen, so you can find me there. I really look forward to spending more time with you guys share the podcast. Make sure you follow me on YouTube. We're just going to keep growing together. And you know, I love you.